0: hey what's up how you guys doing before we get started i just wanted to tell you guys a little bit about anchor seeing that it's the easiest way to make a podcast and let me explain first off it's free there's tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer and anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on platforms like spotify or apple podcasts and many more you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership and it's everything you need to make a podcast basically in one place so with that being said let's get started
1: You are, you are now tuned in,
2: in to the, in the Gifted, gifted gab. gab. The Gifted Gab. The Gifted Gab. We're here the Gifted Gab, mm-hmm. episode 13. Mm-hmm. 13 episodes in. Want to give a big shout out to Kashan Persian Rugs, Alberta's go-to area rug supplier. Mm. We've Got a big sale going on. Everything in the store is 40% off. You know, winter's here. Get your carpets. Get situated.
0: And uh, I'm know. getting my rug this week. You know. I know I've been saying that for a while, but like I'm. It's okay. Now, now's the time. Now's the time. Now,
2: now's the time. Yeah. We have a special episode here for you guys today. We got a very special guest, Tracy. From Consult
3: the Sky.
0: Hello. Hello. It's good to finally meet you. All you as well.
2: Person. Thank you.
3: Speak, speak into the mic, guys. <laughs> speak into the mic. Sorry. Speak into the mic. Okay. I know. So, I'll try not to look at you when I talk. <laughs> <laughs> you can look. Just I warned know. him ahead of time. I'm a mover, so this is going to be really tricky. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But um, Tracy is an astrologist.
3: Astrologer. 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 First misconception. Off the list, astrologist is not a thing. Although Facebook thinks it is, it's the only option it gives us to, as job, if you wanna put that in there, it's astrologist. It's wrong.
2: It's wrong? Mm. Yep. Look at that, I'm already learning. It actually hasn't even started. That's crazy. Wow. So astrologer.
3: Yep. Not
2: psychic. No. So, people cannot come to you and say, hey, can you tell me what's gonna happen to me next Wednesday?
3: Hmm. No. There are ways you could ask that question that I could give you information about next Wednesday, but it's not like that. So say you wanted to come to me and said um, I want to buy a car next Wednesday. Well, without knowing anything about you, I'd say you don't buy a car during Mercury retrograde because Mercury rules cars. And so if they're Anybody I know who's bought a lemon bought it during Mercury Retrograde, so
0: So, so just for I the, can tell you that. Just for the, the listeners and the viewers that are in this, me personally, I didn't really understand what Mercury Retrograde means. Can you provide a little insight on that?
3: I sure can. So from our vantage point, all the planets, we all move around the sun. So based on um, the way they move from our vantage point, it looks like Mercury is going backwards. It's not. It's just that in its orbit, um, it slows down and we keep going at the rate that we're going. And so it just looks like it moves back and then goes forward again. Okay. And all of the planets do that. Okay. But Mercury does it four times a year.
0: So is there anything that you'd recommend or you wouldn't do or would do during this time of year?
3: Well, there's definitely things I would do. I mean,. Any time Mercury goes retrograde, it's a great time to redo things that need to be redone, reorganized, anything with a re in front of close, it. Close to closer, closer. Closer, Maybe a little even higher would, would help. But then you can't see me. That's
0: <laughs> funny. You should put audio <laughs> in your bio next time, too. <laughs> oh, my goodness.
2: <laughs> I, just, I just want people to be able to hear this information.
3: Okay. So anything that has a re in front of it, so redo, revisit, revise. Um, Are great things to do during Mercury retrograde? Um, Revisit a relationship. (laughs) 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 Remove a relationship. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's a great time if there's problems in a relationship. It's a good time to communicate about those problems. And then you look at what sign it's in. So it's in Scorpio right now. So it's definitely about digging deeper in terms of communication because Mercury rules communication. So don't buy a car. And okay so the caveat of that is if you are born with mercury retrograde in your chart this is great like they f- people thrive when they have mercury retrograde in their chart during a mercury retrograde. So there's caveats it's complicated. So <coughs> from I think for the casual
2: people who follow
3: casual okay
2: astrology they might go off you know the global males horoscope or mm-hmm. stuff like that. Okay. How does one go and find out, okay, if one was born in Mercury retrograde,
3: or...? So you could go to a site called Mm astro.com and put in your information and it will give you your chart and it'll tell you there's a little Rx by Mercury that it was retrograde. Mm. Do other planets go into retrograde? All of them, except for the Sun and the Moon, because... The moon yeah. goes around Earth, right? We don't. It doesn't ever look like it's moving backwards, um, and the sun. Well, it is determining the movement because we're all rotating around it. So, all the other ones go retrograde. Well, so when people,
2: one of the not a misconception, but this is very common when you're, you know, you first meet somebody, and you tell them your birthday, mm-hmm. like, oh, you're an Aries. They fig- They they feel like they might already have you figured
3: out.
0: But see, this is my thing. Like, how many signs are there in the horoscope? In the like How how big is it? How many signs are there?
3: There are 12 signs. There are 12 signs. So yep. you're just saying
0: off the rip, you meet someone right away. You know exactly the key personality traits no. and how they're going to act. No. And you're going to determine, oh, gosh, let me stay away from you right now. Like, what? <laughs> like, to me, that never made any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a question I had. Like, What's your thoughts on that?
3: Well, so when, you, when somebody says, when's your birthday? And they go, oh, you're an Aries. All that is is that the sun was in the sign of Aries when you were born. So that's just your sun. So there are the seven closest planets, which are a big part of our, our personality. They, they create our personalities. And then there's the outer planets, which determine which generations we're born in. Am I close enough to the mic? Um. You You,
0: you give it off as a.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And so, um, you know, how strong? I mean, some people don't really relate to their sun sign as much as they would to something else in their chart. And so that just depends on where it is in the chart, which is why time is important because that determines where everything is in the chart, it's the horizon, and therefore where all the planets are based on the horizon. A very That's a really simplified explanation, but that's what you're going to get right now. And so in certain places in the chart, they're stronger, and they're more visible to everybody else, and so those things are going to be more resonant. And how you are seen and how you see yourself can be quite different based on where things are in the chart, too. So I remember meeting... Um, Somebody who said, oh, I love astrology and all this. She goes, but I've just never at all related with my sun sign. And I said, well, I bet you you're born during either a gibbous or a full moon. Because at that point, A, her moon would have been in its strongest sign. And B, it's at its brightest when it's at a gibbous or a full moon. So it's more visible at that time than the sun. Okay. And it's true. She was actually born at almost an exact full moon.
1: Holy
3: smokes! <laughs> okay, so what you have is your chart, and then okay. that's a like a legend of what the symbols are. Yeah. And then this is just a little excerpt from one of my favorite astrology books that describes the combination of your sun and your moon.
0: I'm a fire water.
3: You are. You've got a Scorpio moon.
0: I was wondering because I thought I was an Aries.
3: You are oh, an Aries, Aries sun.
0: Aries sun, but Scorpio moon. Yep.
3: So how does the moon? Okay. Okay now we're getting into now the good
0: stuff power, yeah
3: so
2: me and Andre are both Aries yep how does the moon change our personalities like based on because we're sun signs right
0: well, we have we have differences though you know what I'm a saying? lot a lot of differences although we are Aries so
3: hmm so this is also not an easy answer I'm gonna start at the moon the moon is the first thing we learn so mm-hmm. if you think about when you The chart is the moment in time you're born, okay? And then it just keeps moving. So we evolve and we change. And then as the things are moving in the sky and contacting the stuff at the place where we're born, we're learning about ourselves. So the moon, because it moves around in 28 days or so, um, we're learning the moon first. It's our instincts, it it is our reaction usually if we're not feeling safe. Um, It represents the mother, it represents um, food, anything to do with how we nourish ourselves is all based in the moon. So I actually think the moon is far more important to get to know in somebody than the sun. Because the sun is, when you talk about people feeling like they're, you know, I'm a such and such, I'm a Pisces, but I don't think I relate to that. Um, Well, it's because our sun is actually what we're trying to get to. It's not necessarily oh, so who not we hard. are okay. right and so there are parts of that that we'll own but we're trying to evolve to the best part of what that sun sign is i see does so that make sense
2: in a sense your sun sign is what you're trying to become it's what you're
3: it's, it's what you're hoping it's what you're trying to evolve to yeah. at its highest sense right because each sign has sort of um a, a negative manifestation and a positive manifestation right so the darker side of let's use Leo because everybody likes to use Leo and let's face it, Leo likes to hear about itself. So (laughs) (laughs) I love all my Leos. It wasn't a diss. It's just true. Um, So, you know, the positive manifestation of Leo is that it's generous and kind. And I mean, you look at the cast of Friends, which is dating me, but like more than half of them were leos and the fact that they could work collaboratively speaks volumes because a leo if it's going to make it them look good is going to share the stage it's going to be generous It's going to be creative mm-hmm. but a leo that's negatively manifesting is going to be me me look at me look at me you know
0: very self-observed very well and just
3: really needing that attention to I fulfill see. something that's missing right whereas you you meet really strong confident leos who don't need to do that because they just co- sort of command that attention with their presence mm-hmm. so yes if they feel like i went off on I a tangent
2: feel like my whole understanding of Horse astro- astrology has been
3: excellent that's down excellent down. Yeah, that's
0: so good so what you're just to clarify what you're basically saying is if i talk to a girl <laughs> you know i ask her oh what's your sign she says oh pisces it's not fair for me to judge off the rip how she is as a person and if we're going to be compatible.
3: No. Bitch, no, you don't know, I know. I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Stop this, man. Like, honestly. Because I always have the dumbest excuses. Like, oh, sorry, man. Like, I don't know if this is going to work. Or we can work. I'm like, I never, but me personally, I wasn't a big horoscope believer. And I didn't really think, oh, if you're Aries, I'm an Aries. You're going to butt heads or whatever. But... What you're saying now with the importance of the moon and how that, um, and how the the importance of the moon and the sun, how people aspire to be the sun, like that kind of changes things a lot, uh, from a sense. So it's interesting.
3: So compatibility, because that's what everybody always wants to know about, generally rests in what the moon is doing, like my moon to your chart, um, Venus and Mars, Saturn, if it's a long-term relationship so it's the sun is like so uh. and often people who are in long-term relationships actually have incompatible suns because they're learning to (coughs) become that sun like there's a learning involved when you have an awkward so when you're when i say awkward relationship between planets it's all based on a 360 degree circle right and so what angle are those planets making to each other? And then that determines the relationship they're having with each other.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So an opposition or a square is a difficult aspect. And so um, they will create learning between people or in a personality. If that square like, is actually in your own chart, you'll be learning about yourself. For you, it's your sun and your moon. So you're always sort of learning about who you are and how you feel and how that works together. Mm-hmm. So, yours is Quincunx, which is another very difficult yeah, no. aspect, but not a good one for relationships. Oh. Yeah. Oh.
1: <laughs> Before uh, we get yes. into yes.
2: <laughs> more about us, I wanted to ask, you said something about the moons and generations.
3: How they, the, outer planets the outer planets are generational.
2: How, can you explain that a little bit?
3: So, because they, have re- they take a really long time to get around the sun... So if we're looking at, um, Uranus takes 85 years, 84 years, approximately. Um, Neptune is longer than that, and Pluto is even longer. And I don't know the numbers off the top of my head. But um, what will happen is, because they take so long to get around, and they'll, they'll take years to get through a sign, mm-hmm. right? So you've got Pluto and Leo, which is the baby boomers, and then Pluto and Virgo, which is Gen X, and this is an approximation because it doesn't cut off cl- super cleanly at each end. But each one of those Pluto cycles pretty much defines each generation that we define with things like millennial, Gen X, Gen Z, that kind of thing.
2: So some person didn't just come up with these you know, slots for our generations, like millennials. Yeah. And, and
3: well, they did. I mean, somebody gave them a name, probably a sociologist. Mm-hmm. Um, but they can be defined by the planets. And and their characteristics are very obvious when you look at. So you think, think of baby boomers. Mm
0: -hmm. Very traditional.
3: Mm Okay, what other words do you think of without making people really mad? (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: Baby boomers, I think of traditional. By the, I don't know, by the books. Very. What do you think, Alex? I don't know. Um, Conventional. It's a lot. Yeah. Conventional. Uh, conservative. I was going to say conservative. Um, yeah, I mean.
3: Okay, so I'm going to use the word I use, which this is not meant to offend anybody, but. And to tie in you guys are talking the politics i think when you start using the words mm-hmm. but for me if you look at it in terms of the personality traits or the per, sort of the personality of that group is that there's a selfishness and an entitlement
2: Ooh, okay.
3: and it's not on an individual level it's it is on like because i have lots of wonderful humans I know who are born in that generation, but for some reason collectively there's something that is created. And so um those words the words I use create the outcome that you guys are talking about. And it's Pluto and Leo. Wow, that's Uh. interesting.
2: Pluto and Leo. So what would millennials be? Um, Uh won't offend anybody.
3: Okay, so What's, who's, what, what are we defining millennials as? What's that age group?
2: Say
0: from like,
2: um.
3: That's older than you guys, right?
0: It's yeah. From, I think the, the cutoff is like 20,
2: or no, I think it was like 30. What, well, what's, what's the, what is it in astrology? Okay. Well, because
3: I think it's, I think it's Pluto and Libra. Pluto and, and
2: Libra. And so,
3: because this is, um, my husband, we were talking about FOMO. My husband and I were talking about FOMO. And I had said, oh, that's a very Libra thing. Thing Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he said, oh, I was just reading an article that that's, you know, the millennials trademarked that. And I said, oh, I wonder what they have in Libra. And I looked, and it's Pluto and Libra. So it's very much uh, they want to be involved in everything, right, Um, which is very Pluto and Libra. And that's the millennial group. Hmm. Mm
1: And and,
2: and millennials are what age
0: I guess I'd say from like 30 to 18. I don't know if I'm wrong. Because then that, what's after millennials. No, so then when
3: you're talking that age group, 30 to 18, that is now two different groups because you guys don't actually have the same Pluto sign. Yours is in Scorpio and yours is in Sagittarius. So you're in late Scorpio. So by the time you came along, it had changed signs. So Pluto and Scorpio is all about the truth. They want to get to the bottom of everything. They want to un unearth the bullshit,
1: mm.
3: very much so. Like aliens. But yes. Like that's another... So it's uh, more like, and it's interesting and when shut you
2: the
0: think about...
3: Did you forward. just say aliens? Yeah, yeah. Like
0: I, was, I had to address that. Man. Like, <laughs> come on, bro. Come, really, man? The truth.
3: Come yeah, on, get to the truth. <laughs> yeah. And it's more about unearthing secrets mm-hmm. for Pluto and um, Scorpio. Whereas the truth in terms of the ideology is Pluto and Sagittarius. So it's like the Pluto and Scorpios get to come in and dig in, dig up all the bullshit. And then the Pluto and Sagges will preach. Yeah, you know. Sag, 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 Sag likes goodness, to preach. You know. Yeah.
2: Well, Andrew's a preacher, all right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, man. What are, you supposed to, what, that, what are you trying to say? You. So the, po-
3: the positive spin on that is the Pluto and Sagges will give it a voice. Pluto and Scorpios will dig up the information. The Pluto and Sagittarius will give it a voice. I like that. Yeah.
2: I like that. It's a good chemistry. You know, it's really
3: good that, that's, compatibility that's compatibility,
1: right compatibility. there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is <facts>. Um how <laughs> how um, has astrology been used, you know, outside of just what we see like horoscopes <laughs> and like
3: so what we're talking about right now is is under the umbrella of natal astrology. So looking at a birth chart and then looking at how those things work together. But um, I mean, I wrote a little bit of a history down because I can never remember any of these details. But like the first astrological thing they found was like 4,000 years ago, Mesopotamia. And it was um, um, omen tablets. So... At that, they they followed the moon very closely. Of course, they followed the things they could see, right? Um, And so it was all about kind of predicting what kind of omens, especially eclipses. Eclipses were very scary. And, uh, And so then it worked into their, you know, of course, their politics. And most of the rulers would have had an astrologer, I guess. I'm so not the right person for you to be talking history about this. There's so many <laughs> smarter people than me, <laughs> for sure. I have the most worstest memory, so there's that. But they found the earliest recorded birth chart in like 410 BCE. 410 BCE. Yeah. yeah. So there's also, they have found evidence of um, diagnostic stuff from like before Christ um, that they used in for medicine. And there's still a branch of medical astrology today. Um, but it was in um, the 12th century
1: mm-hmm.
3: that it was in universities. So there was like a chair of astrology and they were part of the medical and um, just the social sciences essentially, if they even had that at that point. So um, yeah, but in terms of what, we, what we've done with it now is that you know, you've got psychological astrology, actually mundane is political, Mm-hmm. So looking at like the charts of countries okay, and looking at the history that way and then what's going to happen uh, through that. There's um, electional astrology is when you want to pick a good date for election. something. So or election, wedding, it doesn't matter. Whatever you're doing, there's electional astrology where you want to pick a date. Um, horary astrology. So when you're saying what's going to happen on Wednesday, that's why I kind of stopped and thought about it. Um, there is a branch of astrology where you can say, um, am I going to get this job? And for the moment that I understand the question, I can pull up a chart and give you an answer that gives you a lot more details than just flipping over a tarot card. But it can kind of tell you what might get in the way, what might be in your favor, you know, I, things like that.
0: I had a question there in regards to kind of on the line of what we're talking about. So is astrology the end-all, be-all? Like if you are fall within a certain category, does that define who you are and, and as humans should we accept that or... Do we have the option to kind of work through that and change, develop? Because I feel like there's this attitude sometimes of like someone does something, it's like, Oh, I'm a Leo, I can't help it. Like, Oh, there's lots of people
3: who use it as an excuse for sure.
0: Like, stop this I look at these guys like they're idiots. I'm like (laughs) No, honestly, like what do you I'm a Leo, you can't help it, so that's why you treat other people like this or you view a certain situation like that. So what
3: are your thoughts on that? I'm just coming for Leo's. Well, I mean, it's just the same. If you use anything in your life as an excuse for bad behavior, it's mm-hmm. bullshit. It doesn't. Astrology, poor childhood, what, like whatever, whatever your silly excuses. I, w- I was drinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> None of those are good excuses. Tested, yeah, try to justify it, <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's a convenient excuse. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: Is there some
2: things that have recently happened, like in recent events that can be explained by astrology?
3: are you talking about uranus and what we talked about hitler yeah Yeah. so i had taken a look um uranus uh, last year beginning of last year started moving back and forth talking about retrogrades it swung back and forth into aries and back into taurus and into aries and back into taurus until it finally landed there permanently in taurus not permanently but for the next however long it's going to be there um in February but when it first started swinging in I noticed that the last time it had done that was when Hitler came into power and so sort of my prediction at the time was that that's sort of the energy we would be looking at with that same placement so can't say it didn't happen
2: Could you dumb that down a little bit, (laughs) bit, A little bit. A
3: little bit. A little bit. So
2: so Uranus,
3: Yeah.
2: last time it was swinging between Aries and... Taurus. Taurus? Yeah.
3: Hitler was in power. Yeah. And that's happening right now. Yeah, and so it's back there because it takes 84 Uh, years to get around. 84 years. Yeah.
2: 84 years, you
0: kind of expect a figure? Some kind of something like like this. Like Donald Trump? There's a
3: lot more...
0: (laughs) Wow, that's...
3: I just call him the Oompa Loompa. I don't know. Yeah, that's okay. Shh.
0: It's okay. Oh. <laughs> he didn't he didn't
3: say it. He didn't say it. Oh <laughs> man. Um, so there's lots of other things happening right now that are quite a big deal astrologically in terms of revolution.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um and so so we have Saturn, uh, which is our structures and our government rules um, Saturn rules government. Um, and anything like like that, institutions, anything that's solid is Saturn. And right now it's been dancing back and forth with Pluto and Pluto is revolutions. And they're in Capricorn, so it's very much about restructuring government and things. And Pluto's not nice, like Pluto likes things to just fall so it can be rebuilt, so they can be rebuilt. Um, and so it's quite a volatile time astrologically. As we have seen, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it has played itself out that way. Um, and leading into next year, um, we've sort of been, these aspects have been dancing back and forth, and we sort of see the culmination of them next year. So we'll sort of see what kind of seeds we sowed. This astrology
2: it's, it's a lot. So it's
0: us. Yeah.
1: I, have,
0: I have a few friends who are, like, completely against this. Like, you, you bring up astrology, they look at me like, Get away from yourself. Um, What are some tips or suggestions you would make to kind of ease people that are very against astrology altogether? Like, what what path would you suggest? Why are are they? Yeah, I was gonna say when you say
3: against, what what do you mean? Like
0: you bring up, oh, I'm a Leo, I do this, this, and that. I'm like they'll be like, oh, that's BS. Or Mm. sometimes on Twitter or Instagram, you'll see like they have the daily horoscopes, Mm -hmm. which will determine how your day is gonna go. And some people believe that. Some people are like, okay, yeah, I'm going to do this at 12. This is going to happen at 2. I feel this way at 5. Like, so my friends are kind of like, I have a couple of friends that are kind of against that. So in what sense would you say, oh, maybe they should take this path to become more familiar with, uh, with astrology? Well, together? I mean,
3: it's sort of, I'll say the same thing that I say to people that say I don't believe in it. I would we say well that's okay it's going to happen to you anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> have, have fun not knowing what's coming. <laughs> so there's yeah it's like it's it's not really about believing or accepting it's it's just par, whether it's part of your consciousness or not and mm. it's not necessary. I mean you're still we still have intuition we still have all these things that guide us. Um, And you're going to be on your path. It's just whether you'd kind of like to know what kind of obstacles, you know, or what kind of help you're going to get and which times are going to be easier and which times are going to be more challenging.
0: It's Kind of like a guide uh, to prepare yourself, essentially. Yeah. That I don't think a lot of people might want. At time,
3: and that's and that's absolutely fair, yeah. 100%. I mean, I've met people who are the other way where it's like they do everything based on, and it can be really, really neurotic making yeah. to try to figure out exactly when the best time. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, yeah. I flushed the toilet. It's over. Just, you know, I've like just, it's, it can be really bad.
0: i seen something a few years back where it's like someone was saying you shouldn't eat like meat during this time of the year because it's going to digest slower or hmm. I don't know if that rings any bells. No. But, i seen it. And I'm like, oh, they, they posted something on Instagram. They're like, yeah, we can't eat any type of meat or pork da, 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 because it's not going to digest properly and hmm. it'll lead to other things. And I'm like, huh. That's, those are the type of things where I'm like,
3: it kind of yeah. separates I mean, me from the all that. Birth of the internet is not always good, right? Like, anybody can say they're an astrologer. There's no, uh, especially in North America, there's no <laughs> guiding, you yeah. know? Uh, certification that you can get that's Mm -hmm. universal, that sort of says you're an expert. And there's lots of people that read a book and figure they know. I I think I was one of those people when I started out that, well, I know what all the planets are, I know what they're supposed to do. And I remember going to my first conference and coming home and my husband said, what'd you learn? I'm like, one thing. It's like, what is that? I'm like, I don't know anything. (laughs) Like I really, I walked away feeling like, holy crap, I know nothing. So. Yeah. That's a good thing. It's a, st- yeah, a big well, thing. Yeah. Well, it definitely pushed me to learn a lot more. But I think that where I was at before that conference is where a lot of those things come from. Yeah. Is people who read it's one true. book and think they know what they're talking about.
2: Might need to read like 10. If that. How
3: goes. <laughs> a lot that, of that books. How's that go? The
0: Wise man knows that he knows nothing at all. So,
3: It's true. So uh, Yeah. Somebody just put up a meme recently, the three stages of astrology. You know a little bit, you know it all, you know nothing.
0: There's no in-between in those. Yeah.
3: Yeah, Yeah. and there's nothing after the you know nothing. (laughs) Oh, man. What is
2: the, we went into the historical significance. What is the cultural significance of astrology? Like, I think people um, only see it in the newspapers. Mm. But you were saying to me that it's, almost everywhere and we don't even realize it.
3: Yeah, like even just the days of the week are named after the planets or the gods that rule the planet, you know, the, the mythology that's paired with the planet, right? So um, if you know Norse gods, which I don't, then you know the days of the week. But if you know French, then, or, you know, Mondays obviously Moon Day, Tuesday is uh, Mardi, so Mars, Mars Day, yes. yeah, and then Mercredi, Mercury. Mercury. Jeudi, Jupiter. Jupiter wow. Vendredi. Venus? Venus?
2: Oh, it's
3: <laughs> 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 Samedi. Was that Saturday? Saturn? Or... Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> yeah, better, that's yeah. pretty easy. Yeah, so yeah, huh. just even that straightforward. It's all over the place. And
0: we That's
3: don't even crazy. know it. That's why. Wow. Yeah. There's very probably a lot more that I can't think of right now. That that are is very present in our everyday life that I mean, even language like lunacy. They used to blame everything on the on the moon, right? Oh shit. There's lots of words that if you sit and you think about the language, it's based on a planetary uh connection. What are your thoughts on
0: daily horoscopes? Ones that pop up on your Twitter and Facebook from time to time and... The ones in the global mail. Ones in the global mail that come and say, hey.
3: Well, okay, I'll stop you. Okay. Because I write horoscopes okay. for the Llewellyn astro- Astrological Calendar. Um, so, as you said, there's 12 signs. It's really hard to be connecting to all of the people, right? But this is, I'm going to show you on a chart. You guys can see. It's a circle for those of you who can't see. So what we do is you put the sign here and then figure out where the planets are based on that sign on the ascendant. And then you say, okay, you're going to have a good or bad day based on that, right? Because these divisions are areas of life. So if I use this technique and I'm talking about cancer on this day, I'm going to say, oh, you're probably going to butt up against some people who are trying to piss you off because that's Mars. That would be square it. Yeah. Right. But... I mean, this is based on the minute you're born. It, this, this degree changes approximately every four minutes, which is why a precise birth time is so important to be able to tell you what, what areas of your life are being affected by things, okay? And that's how they write sun sign astrology. So some really great astrologers that I know now write rising sign astrology. So um, on Alex's chart, we know he has Scorpio rising. So you would read the Scorpio horoscope and it would probably fall more accurately into what on your daily life and which parts of your world are going to be affected that day.
2: So I'm an Aries, but I should be But you have a Scorpio, Scorpio ascendant, yeah. This
3: is crazy. So if you, if you know your time of birth and you get your chart and you want to read your horoscope every day, you need to find out what your rising sign is or what your ascendant sign is. Ascending.
0: Ascendant sign. So what is that compared to the, your, your mood sign? Same thing?
3: Nope.
1: What are the differences? Okay, so
3: imagine imagine that the moment you're born, you take a 3D picture of the sky Yeah. and sort of the fake constellations, because we don't go by the actual constellations because they're not 30 degrees apart, right? And you place that chart, place the horizon as to where the sun would be, right? And then where all the planets are in terms of that, okay? So where's the moon at the moment you're born? So those okay. that 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 picture has nothing to do with where the planets are in terms of connecting. The moon is as your ascendant. No, the planets oh, okay. are the planets, okay. and the chart is the chart. So this
0: is more yeah, like you said, it's more time specific, more time
3: based. Yes. Okay. Yes, okay. it's a measurement of time. Yep. Time is more important than and place because it's of course from it. Just imagine you. Pop out into the earth on a spot. Well, if you the spot is in Australia, it's not going to be the same than than if it's in Toronto, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Damn. So many layers to this. So much.
3: So many layers. So, in a very simple definition that we use when we're first teaching astrology, is that you imagine that the circle, the houses, are the stage of your life. Okay the stage you're born onto. The planets are the actors, and the signs are the costumes they're wearing. Ooh, Ooh. silence. (laughs)
2: I'm trying to process it. I know, it's a lot. It's a lot, yeah.
3: And so each actor has a role, right? Mm -hmm. And they're gonna act a certain way based on whatever they've been dressed up in. And then they're gonna have more significance in the place on the stage they've been put on.
2: Damn i know so this whole you just
3: thought it was a horoscope and it's just not everything we all the the conceptions we have about
2: horoscopes are totally wrong in a sense
3: well they're certainly not the end you know like they're just really the tiniest little beginning tiny 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 piece of astrology Mm -hmm. like
2: like you told me i gotta read the scorpio uh horoscope i should read the score yes horoscope. it
3: would it would say if if it's a horoscope written in terms of what's on the horizon then it for you it would be scorpio it would and talk more about what's going on in your life for me it would be i don't know i don't know what time you're born oh i know i'm telling you you got to get that information i don't know what time you're born
0: oh i gotta ask my mom you gotta do this it's too much there's too much information like come on bro
2: they never just told you
0: <laughs> you remember the exact time like
2: my dad always reminds me why? Like what? Nine twenty at East General Hospital. <laughs> that's awesome. Like, I, I love was Watching that. the J's. <laughs> <laughs> Say a word. You
3: know. Yeah, I was watching know. the Jays. <laughs> so nice. Jokes. Um, nice. That's
2: a. Uh, that's 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 crazy because we, you know, we think we understand things, right? And then you get an expert in the room, and all of a sudden, it's like, you know, oh shit. man, you know.
0: Everything just goes out the window and like, okay, we're learning these new things. I didn't know that I'm not supposed to look at the Aries chart. So this whole time, I occasionally go on the website.
3: But you could have Aries rising. We don't there,
0: know. Oh, yeah. You could. Because it's a process, right?
3: Well, I'm but what time are you born? If you're born with the Aries okay. on the horizon, then you could be needing to look at Aries.
0: It's either It's either 628 or 926.
3: <laughs> since I don't have the whole catalog of rising signs for every day in the last thousand years in my head, I don't know off the top of my head what that would be. Okay.
2: <laughs> what, what can you tell us about Andre so that girls can watch this and That's get okay. to know who he is?
3: Well, I'm looking at Andre's chart right now. I didn't even know it was oh. sitting there. Mm. What's it, what's it I don't want to out you. Like, can out me.
0: This is an intimate podcast right now. Yeah?
3: You can out me, yep. So... I'll tell you the things that I loved about your chart um, is that you have a signature in your chart where as long as you put in the work, you will always reap the rewards. The, the, the abundance planet is very tightly associated to the hard work planet, which so I'm talking about Saturn and Jupiter. They're in each other's signs, and so um, Saturn always wants to reward our hard work, but then Jupiter will make sure it's rewarded so that's a very nice signature to have in your chart. The difficult part of that is, is that you'll get bitten in the ass every time you try to cut a corner.
0: Mm, gotta, play, gotta play it fair. Yeah. No
3: cutting corners. Gotta do all the work.
0: I'm a man of you know, integrity, so. so. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, I'm gonna say you're a, you're a man of authenticity. Uh, I don't know that I would say integrity, because I, I think that you're a Damn. bit of a player, dude. Wow. <laughs> Wow, I think huh. I think you're pretty good at knowing exactly how to get what you want. I won't play
0: it. Damn, so I'm I'm very manipulative. No, I did not. I love. See, this is. <laughs> I was gonna wear my puffer too, and I'm I'm already boiling, bro.
1: <laughs> Holy <laughs> smokes, Whoa, Andre can <laughs> I, I, I did was, not say that player.
0: you're very
3: manipulative. Yeah. I didn't say that. So
0: what's, what's a player? Like, what to you? What's a player? I don't know what a player. Like, I know what a player is, but like, a basketball, is basketball is
3: player. Well, he is. I mean, he's definitely got an athlete signature, for sure. I mean, so here's the th- interesting thing that I wanted to say when we were, it was just you and I. I'm like, no, I'm going to save it for the podcast. So it's always interesting to look at what connects people, right? So in this sense, like, okay, so what's connecting the two of you and how do I fit into that? Well, we're all Mars ruled, which is fascinating, um, and so, which is the athletic thing that you pointed out. Because I used to compete in dance in this building. Wow. I'm like but I've never hung out in the basement. Anyways, um, and so um, having an extremely Martian chart, you have the most Martian chart of the three of us um, because it rules your whole chart. So that's where the, and it rules your moon too because your moon is in Scorpio. So that's where the authenticity comes in. Okay. Okay, because Mars is very much about the truth, especially when the moon is in Scorpio, right? But... Venus is the planet of our values, of our values, I'm I'm sure you heard what I'm saying, of our values, and you have it in Gemini, and Gemini, well, let's just say Gemini, yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. does whatever it needs to to get what it wants. Gemini plays for both teams. It's genderless. Mercury itself is genderless. Mm-hmm. It, it swings whatever way it needs to. And so to have oh, a Venus in Gemini just means that you will adjust to f- get what you want.
0: Okay. So.
3: I wouldn't say m- manipulate, although I think that's a potential.
0: Um, okay, potential.
3: I think it's a potential. Um. And you need to be aware of your powers of persuasion. Use your powers for good.
0: I'm an authentic authentic guy, Mm -hmm. but...
3: But you're driven by Mars. Who wants to get whatever the hell it wants?
0: I see what you're saying, but don't we all want what we want?
3: Some people don't know what they want. That's n- That's true. honest to God truth. That
0: is, yeah, that is true. That's facts. That is facts. Yeah. That is facts. I see girls in relationships for five years. I don't even know why they're in relationships for five years. Yeah. it's
1: crazy.
3: Absolutely. <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah, there's people who will never know what they want to be when they grow up. Yeah. It's just not, it's not how they're made. Yeah. Right? And so that's generally a Mars problem. Um, and so when you have a strong Mars, you know what you want. Mm. And it's like a, when it's this strong, it's kind of like a torpedo. It just sort of goes in the direction it needs to go in to get what it wants. I see, Yeah. Whereas you... Oh, I was waiting for this. (laughs) So you have Mars ruling your moon. I have Mars ruling my moon. So my moon sits on both of your suns, which is kind of interesting. And um, you have Mars conjunct your moon, meaning they're in close to the same degree in cancer, but see the moon rules your Mars. So you're way more, you wanna make sure everybody gets taken care of. You're the, especially you, you need to feel safe oh, and then you're okay. gonna take care of everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Very, very family oriented man. Yes. Uh,
3: he loves his mom, loves his mom, loves his mom his mom's a, mom's a lot. mom well, uh, Yeah.
2: Sounds about right.
0: Okay. Yeah.
3: Yeah, very family oriented, very connected to your roots for sure, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, he says he's half Persian every other episode, so I, I'd say that too as well.
1: <laughs> you know well, myself. and so <laughs> it's interesting
3: because so Persia is a huge key to the astrological history because when it got buried um, in one part of the world when the Christians took over and ruined everything, um, <laughs> Persia, everything cu- got taken into Persia and they grew astrology,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and then it got brought back. And so there's this huge um, Persian influence in, right in the heart of astrology. Really? So it's cool that you're interested in it because it's definitely part of your, your bloodline.
2: That's crazy. Yeah. You hear that, my fellow Persians? Know your signs. Your sun <laughs> sign, your moon sign.
0: Know yourself and know your sign.
2: Your ascending sign. Ascending sign? Is that right? It.
3: Ascending, descending.
2: Ascending, descending. I'm mind blowing. I'm learning a whole bunch of shit today. <laughs> That's and I'm learning a lot about Andre. You learn something new every day, man. Oh yeah. yeah. So like, when people talk about compatibility, does this fit into soulmates? How does astrology fit in
3: that? Okay. So there are two points on either side of the moon that have to do with its relationship to earth when the sun and the moon are close to they're called the n- the nodes the lunar nodes mm-hmm. and they are the points that when the sun and moon get close to them during a full moon and a new moon we get an eclipse mm-hmm. and they they have a very spiritual historical relevance mm-hmm. and and if you study the n- the nodes there's always um a fatalistic definition that comes with them and often when you see or meet people who feel like they're with a soulmate i don't i don't like to use that word because not everybody buys into that and so Mm -hmm. it's sort of it's a label that, yeah yeah. so when you meet people who have who have those types of connections and not just with like a, uh, a love relationship, but just people that they feel really soul connected to in an in, in inexplicable way.
2: It could be work work connection. Yeah,
3: absolutely, yeah. it can be a sibling, it can be... It's
2: not always intimate.
3: Absolutely, yeah. it can be a friend, yeah. absolutely. Um, and it doesn't even need to be long-term, but when it's just that like you feel like you've known somebody before, there's almost always some kind of a connection to a planet in one person's chart and a node in the other. Or some kind of a nodal connection in the chart. It's it's not often that that's not the case. Okay. So in terms of you know thinking about soulmates in astrology, I would say that's probably where that notion would fit.
2: Mm-hmm. Notal, nodal, like
3: nodal, nodal
2: connections. connections. Yeah, D. N O D A L. Yeah. And how do we like? Can people use astrology to predict, you know, business ventures?
3: Absolutely. There's a whole branch of astrology that looks at business, and part of that is electional. So picking a good date to incorporate, all that kind of stuff is quite common. Um, but yeah, even just in picking and picking a name for your business, in anything like that, in where you're located, because there's a whole branch called geo, uh, geolocality locality and that's where they take you know so say you take a business that's developed at a certain time you look at that birth chart because everything everything is birthed at some point right whether it's a country a business a person uh, whatever um, and so you take that company's chart you can lay those the planetary lines over the globe and see where it will thrive mm. so there's yeah there's lots of practical uses that way
2: We can use it for business, we can use it for, obviously, love and relationships. You said um, medicinal?
3: Medical, yeah, as a diagnostic tool in the right hands. um, It's quite phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Because each planet rules a part of the body, each sign rules a part of the body. And then, um, so, in the 12 houses in your chart, the first house is your body. The sixth house is illness, and the eighth house is death. So you can sort of look at how those things are all playing together. I
0: have a, I have a question in terms of um, what ways have you seen astrology been misused? Like, have you ever seen something and you're like, "No, that's that's not right," or "No, that shouldn't be done that way or this way." That's like? a good question.
3: Well, I mean, the pro- here's the shortfall of astrology is that it's it's plagued by bias. Mm-hmm. You know, you you are anytime you're using a human to interpret something. There's
0: always yeah. there's a
3: problem. You know, there's always going to be some kind Actually, of a bias. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and in terms of what I've seen, so uh, before Trump got elected, there was a huge conference and they did a panel of astrologers to predict predict the election, and they made all sorts of mistakes. Like they don't nobody knows when Hillary was born, so. They couldn't even changed. decide which <laughs> chart to use for her. Um, apparently her birth time is written down without an AM or a PM.
1: That <laughs> uh, uh, changes things. Yeah. Ch- changes yeah.
3: Things. So it's like they couldn't even decide which chart to go by. And then nobody, everybody's bias against Trump was, Trump was so high that they totally predicted it wrong. Mm. You know? So I think bias can create a lot of problems that way, you know? that are we have so Edmonton has an Edmonton Astrological Society um which I am now the president of but they've been around for like 44 years or something and they love this electional stuff and this mundane astrology that's um the thing that they kind of cut their teeth on the ladies that have been there since the beginning and uh, so we sat with the election charts for Canada and sat with Justin's and wow. what's his names and uh we were 75 percent we called a liberal minority and the the people who didn't, it was straight up. One lady said straight up, I don't want it to be liberals. So, that's so she predicted, yeah. yeah. And then the other two really, really wanted liberal, and they predicted a liberal majority. And then somebody just went straight up, like, off book and <laughs> wanted a conservative <laughs> majority and just didn't even want to have a conversation. But anybody who really looked at the astrology of it, we all called a liberal minority.
2: That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. You can really predict certain things by consulting this guy. <laughs> See what I did there?
3: Yeah, very good. Well done, well done. <laughs> 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 You're so sneaky. This guy, this guy. <laughs> I'm
2: clever, <laughs> I'm, I'm clever. Um, so it, it, it can be used in politics, it can be used in business, medicine, medical. Um, what else we miss?
0: Um, said relationships. Um, relationships. Um,
3: Financial, oh sports, gambling. You can predict outcomes of games. You
2: shouldn't have told me
0: that. Yeah, I know. No, I'm joking. I'm not even. A, you're. Well, no, nah, we kind of. I bet on I the stopped, NBA finals
2: and I hate. I stopped. I came it. up. Shout out Kawhi Leonard. Um,
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> really came up no. on the Raptors. Uh, I should have worn my Raptors hat. But um, so you can use astrology to predict gambling.
3: There's a software for it, actually. No way. Mm-hmm.
2: Do you know what it's called?
3: No, nope, so, but I'll send it to you after. Uh, yeah. So uh, actually, if anybody just looks up Alfie Lavoie, um, he says Lavoie, but it's Lavoie. Um, he is an, he was an engineer, and he has all sorts of software, and he's a, totally a researcher, so all of his software is research-based. Um, and so one of the things he has is a gaming and gambling software. Because
0: that's all that we're missing is a system, to you know? <laughs>
3: <laughs> to make, to make some, you know, make But some even then, I, lost, I mean, that's so. another area where bias can be a real problem, it's right? It's it like, like if real you really want somebody to win, imagine it's easy the investing to see in it.
0: software. You're like, yeah, I got this now. Yeah, <laughs> go to the casino. You're hyped. You yeah. got your money in your pocket. You put it down. System tells you to bet here. Ten minutes later, oh, you lost it all. Who do you? Who's to blame in that sense? Like, who do you? You know, like. Would you you for buying the you, software and spending all your money? <laughs> Wait,
3: would you you made a choice.
0: Would you personally trust it though? Or would you trust a software like that?
3: I, oh, I would. You would? Yeah, I would. Because when I look at what was happening astrologically when I won ten thousand dollars at the casino, mm. it was really obvious. But I couldn't have planned it if I tried. Yeah. Because yeah. you want it too bad.
2: Could you plan that for me?
3: <laughs> I can't plan it. I can't. That configuration will not ever happen again while I'm alive, because one of the planets was Uranus, and I'm not going to ever be 120 well I might you never know you never know but
2: what about for an Aries with his uh, my my moon in uh,
3: cancer cancer
2: my ascending in Scorpio Scorpio ascendant yeah. yeah can we predict a good time for me to head to the casino <laughs>
3: can we do that <laughs> do you even have a good gambling fifth house let's
0: find out yes, yeah.
3: oh yeah oh yeah look at that you Oops. love to gamble. You have Venus in the fifth house just like I do. Mm. <laughs> Damn. As a, as
2: a risk taker, yeah. I, I had to stop myself from going to the casino for a addictive. Yeah,
3: yeah, well, y- yeah. You would definitely have want to do that a lot. You have a bit of an addictive personality, I'm going to guess. Yeah.
1: Sounds right.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say that about you. Oh,
2: man. Yeah. Huh. I'd like Jupiter. to know more. <laughs>
3: Well, let's. Uh, I'll let you know when Jupiter is going into Pisces, and that that'll be good.
2: A good time to go gamble.
3: Not bad. Yep.
2: I've been to casino I'm
3: in like a curious. year.
2: I'm kind of curious when's my time to go gambling. Like
3: I need to oh, know yeah, you what's time? your time. Yeah, damn. See. So much good information Um, if you have your time. Mom, I'm going to call you right after this
1: episode. (laughs) (laughs) I need that time. I need that time. So
2: so what else do you get from my chart? I see a lot of symbols. I see a lot of, I see some circled parts. I see.
3: So that's, you've got sun and Venus conjunct. Mm -hmm. So they're like not two degrees, not not even a whole degree apart. And my moon sits there. That's why I circled that. That's kind of neat. Yeah. And then, um, and that's an opposition. So, whenever you've got a really strong opposition in your chart, you both have one. Um, those are areas that you're always going to be trying to balance, trying to find balance. Um, and here's the secret to it you're not actually ever going to find it. Because as long as one side of a, an opposition is satisfied, the other one's not. So, you can compromise, because that's really what opposition is all about but somebody a compromise means nobody gets what they want right
0: yeah nobody gets everything that they want right yeah
3: right right I see. and so knowing that about yourself that's one of the hardest things somebody ever told me is that uh, because of the opposition that i have which is actually <coughs> i have that same jupiter mm-hmm. and it opposes my moon so that's a signature on my chart, so I can speak to you from experience. <laughs> 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 that it was very devastating when somebody said that, first said that to me. And then I thought, but then I can just stop trying to achieve that.
2: The balance?
3: Yeah. The balance to satisfy whichever side needs balance to be satisfied a, in that moment.
0: Balance is overrated when you're trying to achieve something great. Yeah. to aspire something more. Yeah, and there's
3: a time for everything. Yeah. Right? There's a time right. for everything. So you just, you facilitate the thing that needs to be facilitated <laughs> in that time. And not worry about the other thing until it's time that sounds Facts. a lot
2: like me Facts. Right, to be honest
3: and for you it's about you versus them it's about when to worry about you and when to worry about making people happy mm-hmm. and that's a hard balance it's a very tough balance.
2: yeah very, very can't make everybody
3: happy no nope.
2: impossible you, you can't make yourself
0: happy that's you true. try to make everyone happy something's going to give you trying to make someone else happy or everyone else happy you'll probably end up being unhappy yourself I think vice versa.
3: So. But I'm gonna guess you suffer from FOMO more than you do. What's
0: FOMO? Fear of missing out. Oh. Do you have oh, FOMO issues? Yes, you FOMO. Yeah. You're one of those yeah, 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 yeah. You go to all your friends you go to an event. You're like, hey, yo, oh, it's popping out there. It's like yeah.
3: I feel I feel that. Yeah. I get it. Twerp. You're just like <laughs> eh. you're just where you are in the oh, moment. Honestly, you're like I'm, whatever. Yeah, I'm I'm chilling. Whatever. Like, I'll, I'll catch up with my guys. Because the party's brother. where you are. You don't care where everybody else is. Exactly. Yeah. <right>. Yeah, but
0: um, <laughs> yeah, I don't really have that issue. Like
3: no, so again, that's Libra, and you don't have that strong Libra in your chart. Mm. Yep, whereas he does. T-
2: tell us about ourselves in the opposite sex. <laughs> what
3: really do you nice. want to know about yourselves in the opposite sex? Everything.
0: <laughs> what are what are our biggest issues? When it oh,
3: comes to oh, that's a loaded. Sex. Holy, that's a lot of loaded. Information. This is meat, the meat and we love to
0: do loaded. I like my meat and I like my potatoes.
3: So, so say, are you say. a monogamous kind of guy? Yeah, Kay. 100%. Okay. I'm waiting for that. Okay. <yeah>, like, <laughs> Good. Excellent. Ah. Hmm. So, the hardest part for you in a relationship is that what you want and what you're attracted to are not the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard that's not fun oh man i love this episode oh, I mean,
0: yo this room's kind of hot right now <laughs> all right so what i want and what i'm attracted to are not the same thing can you elaborate on that like because i'm going to be honest with you you're completely right <laughs> you're 100 comp- percent right like Wow,
3: I, I could have told you that. <laughs> yeah, but you know him. I've never met. I've oh, met him like a half hour well, ago.
0: You said What I want and what I attract. Wow. Okay. Okay, okay. Just
3: take a breath. Let
0: me just, yeah, let me <laughs> just,
3: <laughs> center yourself. <laughs> Holy
0: smokes, yo!
3: I say I wouldn't I'm...
0: tell anybody, but we're doing a podcast. <laughs> no, yeah,
3: just, some of my friends are gonna be listening. To this, like, yeah, that's
0: that's crazy.
3: Wow. Okay. Because so you have Venus and Gemini, which is really light and fluffy. So you, but you, your moon's in Scorpio. So you want this really deep connection. Yeah. But you attract bimbos probably. <laughs> light light and fluffy you attract light and fluffy uh-huh. and that's fun for five minutes but then you get bored 100%
0: <laughs> it, it isn't what it is <laughs> huh alright Um. okay that's interesting that's very interesting
2: this is amazing this is yeah this is
3: uh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whereas you don't have that trouble because you're attracted to people who are like you Mm-hmm. Which is good. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. The problem for you is nobody's ever gonna be your mom.
1: Ooh.
3: It's oh. hard. That's what they have to live up to. That's a pretty high standard. I that's what I'm saying.
2: Extremely high. Shout out, Nina. Um,
3: <laughs> but that's that's the thing. Like mm-hmm. that's you have something that you hold you have a very concrete thing that you hold up that you're look that is what you expect or hope or wish or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or driven to have in your life. Mm-hmm. Right, it's it's so that sometimes is harder than having you don't know what the hell you want. <laughs> yeah,
0: but how how do I start to know what I want? Like, you, it's you know I
3: mean? this is going to be the most trite thing I can say, but it'll come with age. It'll come with age. Yeah, it'll come with experience. Experience,
0: mature. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm a mature individual, but just
3: well, you it's like- you have a very yeah, you have some really uh, to be honest if I was to look at the charts, and not have the dates and not know anything, I would think that you're older than you. Because mm, I mean. you have a bit more youthful stuff going on in your chart. And that's just based on moon phase. We didn't even talk about moon phase oh. yet. Mm. Because then you have what's happening, the relationship between the sun and the moon, and how does that impact your personality. So quite generally, if you have a waxing moon phase, mm. so the moon is moving away from the sun, it's there's just a more youthful energy to that there's a more optimistic energy to that if you're in a waning phase you're in a full moon phase then there's more of a realism maybe a, even a bit of cynicism and i would say definitely cynicism with a scorpio moon for sure but yeah there's definitely um you have lower expectations of the human race than you do i
2: think that's uh, pretty yeah,
0: sounds yeah, about
3: right so i mean
0: I feel like we've all been let down. So I think for me, having no expectations, I don't put myself in that position to be let down again.
3: Because you protect yourself.
0: I kind of, yeah. It's you like both have moons that
3: protect themselves. Yeah. Yours is more gentle and more optimistic. And yours is more like a steel safe yeah. of protection.
0: Because like the things I see, like we're both from the Toronto area.
3: Yeah.
0: The things I see in terms of like the the dating realm of things, it uh it's I'd say it's almost non existent. And, you know, living in Edmonton now too, like comparing, contrasting the differences between Toronto is it's it's there's some differences, but altogether, like just in our generation, there's not much I'd say, for me personally, hope in, in dating altogether. I don't know if any other anybody else feels that way, but no, nah, I'm being honest. Like, our generation altogether, I feel like dating, relationships is so temporary.
3: Mm. Well, so interesting, back to Pluto. Mm. Pluto in Sag is all about freedom. There is a sense of non-committalness with the Pluto in Sag generation. And a whole redefining of gender roles. Like, we see that really glaringly, right? Where it's like, yeah, with that age group. So I think it's probably 24 and under is all born with the Pluto and Sag, yeah. What does
2: our uh, chart say about our you know, creative or entrepreneurial ventures?
3: Well you have Leo, th- so when we look at career in general, status, life, goals, you have Leo up there. Mm-hmm. So you wanna be seen, you <laughs> want an audience, you want That's why we're doing this. to be the top of your game. And you also don't really wanna be told, you don't have a chart, you don't like to be told what to do at all. That is facts. So, you, so, so so you better figure out how to work for yourself <laughs> because it's kind of the best choice for you.
0: It's kind of what, we, yeah. kind of what we're working I towards. tell this guy to set up a camera. He'll just read my message and not respond. I'm like, damn, bro, okay, all right, shit.
3: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you're definitely set up for entrepreneurialship because you have the drive to mm-hmm. to do it, to make sure it happens for sure. Yeah you i mean you have the drive too i just don't know what's up here for you because uh, i don't know what time you're born yeah, yeah yeah i'm gonna guess though based on i mean you're not shy
1: yeah
0: yeah i, I think it depends on the room that i'm in but particularly i'm more outgoing yeah then
3: you're okay with this yeah
2: i'm perfectly fine with this perfectly
3: yeah yeah so and what about but, like what can that tell us about
2: our chemistry yeah like give the
0: gab mm.
3: uh well the, first of all to be Ruled by the same planet is very helpful because it just means that um, there's you're going to compete with each other in a way that moves you forward,
2: healthy competition as opposed
3: to healthy, being yeah. a block, yeah. right? And so that's really good. Um, you have very compatible like you have the same sun sign. Both of your moons are in water. Um, in terms of how you see the world, it it's compatible. Um, do I see any trouble? Nah.
0: I'm sure, you might run into some conflict, but like you said. You know. It always, well, I mean, progresses us. We
3: don't really stick around with people who don't create a bit of conflict for us. If if we're people who are interested in evolving at all, then we tend to bring people into our lives that will challenge us in positive ways, yeah. right? No one wants to be
0: surrounded by a bunch of people that say yes to everything.
3: Well, there are some we'll orange say, yeah, Americans true. who enjoy that very much, <laughs> yeah. but. No, a couple. I'm not going to mention any names, but no there and there you know what there are some signatures in a chart that w- would actually like that mm. because they don't really want to be challenged or told you know yeah. they're wrong or they're different, you know whatever the problem is, but Mars is all about challenge. Right so you want people who to challenge you because you want somebody to stimulate the Mars like you know mm-hmm. Mars on a bad day really wants you to piss them off it's like please give me your best right best. Yeah, yeah for sure and
0: Alice will say some dumb shit
2: <laughs> i'm like bro come on man <laughs> Hit you with some facts right now, brother. Yeah. There yeah, are days where I want someone to just—I wish a nigga would. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's okay, we, we say so, that type of stuff on the I podcast. Can. You, can. You, you guys can. I <laughs> can. But yeah,
3: no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the center of the Oreo is not allowed to say that. <laughs> oh, man. It makes a cookie
0: though. It makes a cookie.
1: It's
3: true.
2: Definitely. Um, shoot. This stuff is like. I've learned so much. It's
0: eye opening, yeah.
2: It's very eye opening.
0: I thought, I thought previously this episode of astrology was just okay, you have a sign, you're born on this day, this month, that's how your traits are going to be. That's it.
3: No. And even I was thinking on the way over here, even just like with this chart, you think that that's all, but it's not. Like, if I had a similar chart and I have similar things in my chart, I have my experiences, I don't have your experience from Toronto. Being a young man of color, Mississauga, Mississauga. but it's I'm we're not okay, Mrs. <laughs> Song. <laughs> 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 no,
0: <laughs>
3: but you oh, know what I mean. Life. Our our life experiences are going to be completely different. Our so the social issues are completely different. They're there where we're not without social issues. Um, but yeah, we're just going to come from totally different experiences. So
0: those yeah, those also define who we are, how we view one hundred percent, and so how we're... these things
3: manifest, right? Yeah. So that's why, like, so yeah. if. So say you're coming in for a consultation. The first 15 minutes is a conversation because I need to know which, what life experiences have driven this story, and in what direction has it gone, mm-hmm. right? Um, because each placement is can manifest in so many different ways. I can't guess that.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, I need to know from you how has that played out.
0: So let me just propose a scenario right now. We, okay. have, we have an individual. We're creating someone. Kay. We, we're creating them from scratch. How much importance is their background compared to their horoscope make in forming that individual? Like, what's the the weight in that altogether?
3: See, you can't even do that because that's really going to depend on what's in the chart. So okay. somebody who has, say, um, a really... So the signs all fall under four modalities so you've got um, or f- elements there's uh, four elements, three modalities I got it so if um, they're fixed there's four signs that are fixed there's four that are cardinal and there's four that are mutable okay so the reason I say this is that if you have a really fixed chart those things manifest more obviously okay. are, are harder to change More rigorous. So. yeah fixed you know you think yeah. of it that way um, and if they're in their own sign, they're going to actually. Like if a planet is in its own sign, it's going to be a bit purer in the way it plays out. I see. Okay. Whereas you can have somebody like me who has nothing in my chart that is in its own sign. Call it either dignified or debilitated, um, and so uh, anything could happen, <laughs> right? And so in yeah. that case, then background would definitely play a way bigger. Bigger p- part in that equation, like let's say 50 50, if I have to put a number I on see. it. Yeah. Whereas if you have a more dignified chart or a more fixed chart or a more, there's some things where it's like your experiences are definitely going to shape who you become, but well, the scenarios are going to be a bit more predictable. I see. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. Okay.
2: I'm soaking, guys, yeah. <laughs> I'm soaking all this in. I'm soaking all this in Any other questions you wanted to? Um I know you got hella questions.
0: I ha- I have one, yeah. What are the uh what the, I wanna go back to the, the relationship part. Just just <laughs> touch upon it real quick before we leave. Um what are our, our good sides? Strengths? What, are, what are our strengths to um dating and, and um relationships, friendships, all of that?
2: Give us our weaknesses too while you're here.
0: I already know my weaknesses. You already told us our weaknesses, but you know.
3: Well, what are your personal strengths? Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, so you're extremely, um, passionate, and with the right person, devoted. Right. Um.
2: Ladies, you hear that?
3: And so anybody who you let in will have a very strong connection, and and your your facility in a relationship is actually to help somebody emotionally transform which is quite a heavy thing so to I'm trying add. to help
0: someone else. Yeah, just uh, by
3: being you. Yeah, not yeah. like you're actually working yeah, at that. No. Yeah, yeah, sure, no. No, no, no. Sure. Okay. No. So, and you also have um an interesting connection to women too. Like you um there is a part of you that really would you're attracted to powerful women. There's a part of you that is. Mm. Oprah, when you get, what's up
2: <laughs> Yeah. No. No, bro.
3: When you get there. Really when able, when you really get over, over Venus. Gemini. When you get over that Venus and Gemini. Right. Yeah. Uh, Might
0: as well do me too. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you're strength. Well, you're so sweet. Cancer moon is just so sweet.
0: <laughs> I don't know if that's the word I'd use, but uh
3: You also really dig powerful women. I do. Yeah. I do. For sure. In a different way. But yeah. Um and you're I mean you're an optimist. So you're just easy to be around, easy to hang out with. Yeah. You're on a bad day. You're a great guy to have around. Oh. And then on a good day, you're an even better guy to have around.
2: Look at the astrology oh, just complimenting me so There stuff.
3: you go. Yeah, for it. I gave it. This guy's blushing. Right. Turn it purple. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh
2: man. <laughs> I have one more question. Okay. A good questions. I forgot to ask this before. Why is there some things that have thirteen horoscopes, thirteen times?
3: Okay, so in the. Um, constellations um in the beginning we only were moving through the 12 12 of the 13 constellations and as everything has shifted um the orbit of and i i don't remember exactly how it works Mm -hmm. it's just the milky way or what Mm -hmm. um but there's we now traverse through the 13th sign and so um Astronomers like to say that astrology is bullshit because we don't use, you know, it's not physically accurate mm-hmm. of the sky and it's not wrong. It's, it's, this is an interpreted language that mm-hmm. is based on, I mean, to say that the signs are 30 degrees evenly is wrong. The constellations are actually quite varying in size. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is a symbolic language and that's actually astronomy that they're talking about. And then there's, you know, people need to be different or oppositional or know-it-all. And so then they come up with these things to throw the rest of us off. Awesome. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, So just so everybody knows, this is scratching the tiny surface of astrology. This is this, like a grain of sand in the vast beach that is astrology.
2: You guys heard that from the president herself. <laughs> we valid. Certified. Stamped. <laughs> 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 oh, God, you guys. So how can we, well, how would, how would our, you know, our audience get, get a hold of you, get a contact of you if they want a consultation?
3: Um, so you can just go straight to mm-hmm. um and there's places all over the website where you can just book your own appointment, um, put in all your own information, or you can follow me on Facebook. Which is also consult the sky. Uh, Twitter, also consult the sky. Instagram, consult the sky.
2: Do you have any events that you're going to be present at? Anywhere people can, you know, catch you, see you, you
1: know?
3: Um, Well, I have an astrology class starting tomorrow night, if anybody's interested in that. Beginner astrology. Um, And that's also on the website under classes. Uh, I don't have any speaking events coming up locally. Um, but we do have our regular Edmonton Astrological Society meetings on the second Friday of every month, and our elections are this Friday. And that is Edmonton com, Astrology Edmonton. Astrology com. And you're the president. I am. I know it sounds really fancy. It's not fancy at all. But <laughs> I did just plan a, a conference, which was new and fun. And where is this conference? That was just here in Edmonton. Yeah, we did our Canadian Astrological Conference here.
2: Did you use any astrology in planning this conference? No.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I did not. That's actually one of the first things I said when I welcomed everybody was, if you look at the chart of this conference, I want you to know I did not pick it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not liable for what happens here. Oh, man. Uh, This has been
2: very, very...
0: Very intriguing, interesting, and I've learned a lot personally. I know Alex has as well too. Um, Oh, this guy sat back for like five minutes, just be
2: like, "Oh, soaking everything in." Okay. Yeah. Nice. Everything, you know. So, do you have anything else you wanted to?
0: add No, thank just you so much for
3: having me, that. though. This was actually really fun. To,
0: to say again, we really appreciate you coming in.
3: I appreciate it too. Some
0: of your time here, I could say this has probably been one of the most insightful episodes we had oh, yeah. 100%. Far. so far. Um, Hundred percent. So, do you have any last words or questions, comments?
2: So you guys, she, uh, Tracy, consult the sky. You guys can reach her at dot at Consultthisguide.com consult is also the website. Yep. All right. Book a consult, man. There's you can a- also
3: follow, I have a blog that comes out faithfully on the new moon and the full moon. Anything else in between is depending on how busy I am. Um, or I also write horoscopes for the Llewellyn Astrological Calendar. Which is, if you're trying to learn astrology, it's a great tool, because it actually, the last five pages of the calendar is breaking down things that we talked about, like the aspects, the signs, moon phases, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, it's really cool. And then it actually says on every day, if you have your trusty legend that I gave you, it actually has every day what the aspects are that day. So, it's pretty (coughs) cool.
0: Book your appointments, know yourself, or whatever Drake said, so.
3: <laughs> you much for coming. Yeah,
0: thank you again. This has been great.
3: My pleasure. If you
0: guys, our listeners, had any questions, comments, concerns, you can reach us at uh, getthegabpod at gmail.com um, or just DM us, or just DM us. It has been goes down in the DMs. So you can hit us up there too. Um, IG, Twitter, getthegab all that. Make sure stuff,
2: so. Make sure you guys subscribe. yeah follow us. Just like that, just like that. Went Gone. yo. Yeah. The gifted gaff
1: to gaff to gaff to